Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. Take me home, what does that mean? It means to come home to this awakened being that we were born to be. I want to share with you from uh, multiple traditions today. The first one is Chinese. And Confucius, who lived between 551 BC and uh, 479 BC, said this, do not be desirous of having things done quickly. Do not look at small advantages. Desire to have things done quickly prevents their being done thoroughly. Looking at small advantages prevents great affairs from being accomplished. The Chinese are also special, uh, specialists in growing bamboo. So perhaps you've heard the story that when you're growing bamboo, it starts out growing very slowly. Like, despite all the wonderful care you put into it, it grows maybe this much in the first year. And in the second year, it grows maybe this much. And in the third year, this much. And in the fourth year, this much. And in the fifth year, 80 feet. <laughs> so, I grew up in, in, with a father whose one of his famous quotes was, I am not a patient man. <laughs> And I can remember, you know how as an adult you go back to your family and you see them differently than when you were growing up? And I remember sitting in the back seat of, of the car and we were pulling out of the parking space and my mother was driving, my father was right in front of me. And um, somebody was pulling in the parking lot, you know, just going behind, so she had to wait a half a minute before she pulled out. And I watched my father's neck turn bright red <laughs> with impatience and the string of expletives that was coming out along with it because we had to wait half a minute to back out of the parking space. And I thought, I grew up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my own impatience, you know, the nut didn't fall so far from the tree. <laughs> and, I, and I watched my grandson this weekend. We were assembling this paper airplane launcher, and, and it wasn't coming together as easily as he might have hoped. And, and he's just <laughs> exploding with impatience. Oh, oh the genetic traits. <laughs> But, but I noticed that uh, maybe because I'm not really attached to excellent performance with anything mechanical, I, I, was, just, I was just not upset. You know, it's like, all right, well, let's just calm. And I thought, wow, getting old really has its some advantages. <laughs> I'm not as hot-headed as I once was. So patience is actually something really important. We are in a season that is called, in the Christian tradition, Advent. And it means, in Latin, 
that means coming toward. We are coming toward the Christmas celebration. But what does Christmas mean? It's a time when we are expressing the Christ more fully. We are giving birth to that. So while we honor that season right at the moment, it is a season that is always happening. We are always moving toward a fuller expression. So today I wanted to share with you um, something from the gospel, which is three stories about Mary. Now Mary is a character in the gospel stories who is the mother of Jesus. But Mary is the great mother energy. So in other goddess traditions, it was all about the great mother. So we're bringing in that goddess tradition, and we're bringing in the, the gospel tradition, and we're bringing in that Chinese wisdom of allowing time for something to grow. So there are three stages. And as you listen to this, I want to invite you to think about where are you currently in this continuum of these three stages? I'm pretty sure at some point you have been in every one of these stages. But where are you right now? So the first stage is Mary is visited by an angel. Now, whether or not you believe in physical angels or non-physical angels, metaphysically, an angel means a higher thought, an inspired visitation from something on a plane that is beyond your normal understanding. So, this teenage girl, Mary, has this higher thought that comes to her. And this higher thought says, you are able to give birth to something so amazing, to this awakened state of consciousness. And the, in, the, in the story, that's described as, you're going to have a baby. And she's confused initially about this. Like, how, how could that even happen? When we are given these inspired thoughts that come visiting us, our initial response is often like, how would that happen? We don't know how to make that happen. In fact, if we knew how to make it happen completely, it probably wouldn't be an inspired thought. And it definitely wouldn't be a worthy dream. It would be like, you know, if you get the thought that maybe you should clean up the dishes that are lined up on the counter, that's probably a good idea, but it's not what's called an inspired thought. You know how to do that. You just have to get up and go do it. But these other thoughts, the ones that go, <gasps> those 
we don't know how to do. And we don't necessarily always say yes. Sometimes we let our I don't know how this could happen get in the way of saying yes. But what this story is telling us is the correct answer is yes, even when we don't know how. So right now, some of us in this room are being called to something that is bigger, that scares us. And the answer is yes. Just say yes. So Mary said yes. And then she goes through the experience of pregnancy. And at the point where it's almost at the end, ladies who are mothers, you remember what that feels like, right? It's like, oh. Could it be done? You know, you, our patience is being tried at this point, isn't it? If you're with a guy, his patience is probably being tried even more because we are not at our best usually in those moments. So at this time, all of a sudden, there's a change in plans and the government issues a regulation saying everybody's got to travel to the place that they came from. And so, at nine months of pregnancy, she gets to ride on a donkey many, 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 many miles to Bethlehem. Just imagine what that must have been like. It's one of those experiences where here you are, ready to do something. You've said yes. You've prepared. Everything seems to be lined up, except it's not. Nothing's going your way. And then she gets finished with this ride, which had to be just the ride from hell. And she gets to Bethlehem, and there's no room in the inn, when all she wants to do is lie down, put her feet up, and have this baby. And she ends up in a barn with animals. Some of us are in that space where we have a dream that is so ripe. We're just ready, and things aren't going our way. But we have to just be patient and trust. Because despite it all, despite all that it's not going my way, she does give birth. And when she gives birth, here is this baby, this beautiful, perfect baby. And this is the second stage. When you have, you've given birth to this baby who will someday be all these wonderful things, but right now, he's just a baby. He's not doing diddly squat, <laughs> right? Eating, pooping, the two things he's doing, and looking absolutely adorable. And it's enough. 
So some of us are in the place where we have given birth to something, but it isn't all grown up yet. And it's enough for now. We're not going to stop it. I remember my nephew at five, somebody said to him, Oh, Jordy, you're so cute. I just want to put a brick on your head and stop you from growing. Oh, no, he says, I'm going all the way to college. <laughs> so we're, we're not, it isn't like in being in awe of the perfection, it isn't like we're stopping it from growing. It's just we're not impatient. We're allowing it to be what it is and just to love it as it is. We have this, this spiritual community here. We have birthed this beautiful space. And oh, do we have dreams for it. We have dreams. We have a knowing of who we can be and, and all the things that, that we are going to be that are so much more. But today, right now, we get to just be in love with who we are. So that happens, and then fast forward 30 years, the third story. Jesus is now, in the hidden years, done all these things. And he is a young, wise man, a master of many things but nobody knows it yet. And he's at a wedding. And they run out of wine. So the great mother, Mary, comes to him and she says, they're out of wine. What does he say? What are you telling me for? It's not my time. And the next thing that happens is he has changed water into wine. Now, how did we go from, what are you telling me for, to water into wine? Here's the thing they didn't put in the writing, the look. <laughs> Have any of you ever gotten the look from your mother when you say, I don't need to do that, I'm not going to do that, and then you get the look. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you don't hear any more lip from Jesus. <laughs> he just changes that water into wine, and it's some pretty good wine. <laughs> what the mother is doing is saying, stop already. I don't want to hear all these excuses about you need to read one more book or you need to do one more thing or it isn't quite the right time. Get out there and shine your light. It is time. Stop stalling. The mother says that. It's like the mother bird that kicks the baby out of the nest. It is time. It is time. So some of us are at that point. We know we have a gift. We've given birth to it. It isn't just an idea. 
we've done the work, and now it's time to get it out there. And the Great Mother is there for us. We are not on our own. We have been given this gift for a reason. So today, as we are in this middle of Advent, coming toward a more greater fullness of the Christ in us, really be conscious of where you are in the process. If an idea is hovering from the heavens, the heavens being the expanded state of being. If something is calling to you saying, you could, then vow to say yes. If you've said yes and you've given birth to something and here it is in front of you, Spend a little time just in awe and love. We've talked about John Lennon today being his anniversary. He had a song, I'm just sitting here watching the wheels go round and round. They make a lovely sound. We all need some time just watching the wheels, holding the baby, loving what is. Maybe that's what we're being called to. And maybe we've done that long enough now, and it's time to get in gear. Turn some water into wine. Each one of us, maybe in more than one space at a time. You know, I was thinking, yeah, I'm right, I'm right here. This is what I need to be doing. I've done that, I've done that. I need to do this. And then, I, and then at the same time, somebody's talking to me about this, and it's like, whoa, yeah, 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 I need to do this. And whoa, <laughs> I feel like I've got three personalities all at once, doing all three of these all at once. And maybe you're like that, too. But wherever you are, at least in one of those areas, move forward. Say yes, be in awe and love and perfection, get in gear. And if we do that, then Christmas is real because the Christ is being born in us. Mm -hmm.